the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Yeah, so if an elite is someone who has spared the consequences of their actions, then uh, being an elite involves more than people who are in public office, and it doesn't necessarily mean you're wealthy. You can be uh, essentially a vagrant, like a lot of the Antifa people. They're spared the consequences of their actions. They rioted, burned, looted. Very little, if any, consequences for that. Hunter Biden is an elite. Hunter Biden, very wealthy, and he has not had his actions even looked at. I mean, to suffer consequences for your actions, your actions have to actually be looked at. But of course, you know, and all the stuff on Hunter Biden's laptop, which was very, very real, and a lot of it very, very criminal, and most of it very, very uh, immoral, uh, was not examined in the uh, searing uh, heat of public examination prior to the 2020 presidential election because orange man bad and cannot have Donald Trump re-elected president. And so when the Hunter Biden laptop came to light, uh, it was billed as Russian disinformation, not real, not credible. Well, uh, Senate Republican Chuck Grassley has uh, refused to accept the media narrative that there's nothing to see here. And Chuck Grassley has been talking and continuing to view the Hunter Biden laptop materials, hoping that someone would come forward who could give him an inside view of why the FBI had little to no interest in the Hunter Biden laptop other than to tell everybody, pay no attention, nothing to see here. And now... According to Catherine Herridge of CBS News, uh, people have come forward. People that she labels, quote, highly credible, unquote, whistleblowers have come forward. Now, Catherine Herridge, you say, why would CBS News be talking about Hunter Biden's laptop in a way that is unflattering to Hunter Biden or Joe Biden? A couple of reasons. Number one, Catherine Herridge would have run into the same uh, pushback against real, honest journalism that Cheryl Atkinson ran into at CBS News during the Obama administration. If, in fact, CBS News was as determined to protect Joe Biden as it was determined to protect Barack Obama. But CBS News has given up on Joe Biden, as has most of the liberal media. But I repeat myself. The Quit Joe Quit editorial in the Washington Post, Newsweek, other mainstream media outlets, which hid the Hunter Biden 
laptop and its reality uh, now are all saying Joe Biden's too old to be president, shouldn't run again. The best thing he could do is not run again. And so since Joe Biden is, if nothing else, and he's not much else other than nakedly ambitious, having always wanted to be president from the second he was elected to the U.S. Senate before he was legally old enough to serve, Joe Biden's not going to go away unless he's pushed out the door. And so it appears the liberal media in our country are doing their best to get behind the old geezer and shove him out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. That is why I surmise Catherine Harridge has been allowed to report at CBS News the way she used to report at Fox News. So here is her report. Chuck Grassley has sent a letter to Christopher Wray, head of the FBI, and Merrick Garland, the poorest excuse for an attorney general since Eric Holder, saying that he has whistleblowers who have come forward that impugn the integrity of FBI officials who stood up and said, no, 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 Hunter Biden's laptop, it's not real, and besides, if it were real, there's nothing to see on it anyway. Uh, Grassley is the ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Now, that doesn't have as much teeth in it now that he's in the minority as it will when he is in the majority, which is why we have to elect J.D. Vance and not Tim Ryan as a senator from Ohio, and why we have to get rid of Wafriel Warnock in Georgia, and we have to get rid of other Democratic senators who are in 50-50 races. But CBS has been on this case for a while. Back in April, they reported that 150, 150, uh, let that number sink in, 150 transactions involving either Hunter Biden or James Biden's global business affairs. 150, that's a lot, were flagged as concerning by U.S. banks for further review. Now, U.S. banks, look at your transactions, and if your transactions are with countries that trip alarm bells, individuals that trip alarm bells, then they are compelled to let the feds know about it. Well, when they let the feds know about it, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Of course, Joe Biden continues to maintain the ridiculous lie that he knew nothing about his son's business dealings or his brother's. Now, listen, I don't need to get into uh, a direct contradiction of Joe Biden's statements that he knew nothing about Hunter Biden's business affairs. Just imagine that you are Joe Biden. Okay, you're the dad. You're the patriarch of the family. You are the vice president of the United States. You are flying to China on Air Force Two, and your son asks if he can come along. Why? Do you want to see the Great Wall? No, Dad, I have some business dealings over there. Oh, okay. Now, do you end the conversation there? Or do you say, what business dealings? What business dealings? That seems like a pretty reasonable question to ask, does it not? Now, let's say you land in Peking or wherever, and you go about your business, And then on the day that Air Force Two is scheduled to leave, there's your son, Hunter Biden. He gets back on the plane. And a long ride back to Washington. Is it conceivable that on that plane ride back to Washington, you would never one time say, so, what did you do on your trip? How did your business dealings go? That would never come up. I would submit to you that if it never came up, it never came up because it was a purposeful decision for it not to come up to insulate yourself from guilt or from association with Hunter Biden. So, Grassley wrote this letter 
And he names a couple FBI people, which doesn't do me any good to mention their names to you because their names won't mean anything. It's not James Comey. It's not Peter Strzok. It's not anybody you've heard of before. But they were high-level FBI people who basically carried the water to keep Hunter Biden's laptop out of the news. Part of Grassley's letter reads like this, talking about the two FBI agents. He says, based on allegations, verifiable and verifiable derogatory information on Hunter Biden was falsely labeled as disinformation. In October of 2020, one month before the election, an avenue of derogatory Hunter Biden reporting was ordered closed by a senior FBI agent at the Bureau's Washington field office. Yeah, we all knew this, right? We all knew that they impugned the Hunter Biden laptop because it was the perfect October surprise. Polls since the election of 2020 have shown that had people known about the Hunter Biden laptop, Donald Trump would have been reelected president. And so Democrats got what they wanted, which was ends justify the means. Sure, we broke the law, but look what we saved you from. We saved you from a second Trump administration. So that's what's going on with Hunter Biden's laptop. So he is unquestionably an elite. And so are the knuckleheads on The View. They made this baseless allegation the other day that Charlie Kirk's Turning Point USA conference welcomed neo-Nazis to their convention. Now, that's a very serious allegation because your message, your mission, your purpose, your morality for existing would certainly be destroyed by associating with horrific people like neo-Nazis. Only problem, uh, the neo-Nazis showed up because they wanted that to be the view of Turning Point USA and its message. And they showed up knowing that if they appeared outside the convention in Florida, well, stupid people would take the bait. And indeed they did, on The View. I'll play the audio for you next. And we'll hear about, you'll hear, even when cautioned by attorneys to get out of legal jeopardy, the wokesters on The View just won't take no for an answer. Final stretch, Bruce Hooley Show, before we hand it over to Dennis Prager, by the way. If you would like to observe the Dennis Prager show in person, well, you got a shot. Uh, The Terrific Talkers VIP Experience offers you the opportunity to sit with and watch the Salem hosts that you love the most uh, as they do what they do. Uh, The Terrific Talkers VIP Experience sweepstakes will fly the grand prize winner and their guest to meet the host of their choice in the host city and sit in on their program. They also provide three nights hotel accommodations and a $300 Visa gift card. You can enter every single day at 989theanswer.com or at theanswerdayton.com. The uh, hosts include Mike Gallagher. So here's the list. So, Producer Pam, you uh, evaluate who you would go to see. Mike Gallagher in either New York, Tampa, Seb Gorka in Washington, Hugh Hewitt in Washington, uh, Carl Jackson in Tampa, Florida, Charlie Kirk in Phoenix, Eric Metaxas in New York, 
Dennis Prager in L.A. or Brandon Tatum in Scottsdale, Arizona? Are you picking by host or are you picking by location? <laughs> I would pick by Tampa. <laughs> I would pick location. Yeah, and I would pick Brandon Tatum in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, you could, yeah, I was going to say what you I would like do. Arizona. Yes, or Charlie Kirk. Either one would be fine by me. This is all sponsored. Although, I haven't been to Washington, D.C. since I was in the eighth grade, which mm-hmm. was many years ago, so Washington, D.C. would be fun, too. I haven't been to Washington, D.C. since prior to being in the eighth grade, yeah. and I have no desire to go to Washington, D.C., New York, or L.A. Prager's one of my favorite hosts, but uh-huh. uh-uh. No part of L.A., <laughs> no part of New York. Ohio State plays North Carolina in New York in mid-December, and I could go. I have no interest in going to New York. The videos I see from New York City, no thanks. But Scottsdale, Arizona, plus, I mean, Brandon Tatum could take care of any nonsense that happens around yes, you. Yes, that's very true. Uh, sponsored by Visiting Angels of Grove City. Again, enter today or once per day at 989theanswer.com or theanswerdayton.com. All right, uh, the hosts on The View, I cannot describe any better than Ned Ryan of, I believe Ned is with the American Conservative. He said they are as dumb as rocks and not as useful, and he is right. So Charlie Kirk had his Turning Point USA conference in Tampa. Some neo-Nazis showed up outside, hoping to do exactly what The View took the bait and allowed them to do, which was put a stink on the Turning Point USA conference by showing up. And so uh, here is uh, Chief Rockhead Joy Behar using the presence of neo-Nazis to make a case that, I've told you before, is going to be made on a widespread basis by the crazy liberals out there if, in fact, Ron DeSantis is the Republican nominee in 2024 instead of Donald Trump. Because, of course, the Turning Point Conference took place in Tampa, which is, uh, took place in Florida, where Ron DeSantis is the governor. Here is Joy Behar. DeSantis uh, could take his place, and that's just as bad. I mean, there was a, this, turn, what do you call it, this Turning Point Conference with all the smoke? What, what are they, smoking something down there? Or it's like, uh, whatever. Anyway, they were out there, neo-Nazis were in the yeah. front of turning out there, in front of the conference, uh, with anti-Semitic um, slurs. Okay, and DeSantis did not say anything about it. Nothing. So it's his uh, sort of his rendition of uh, good people on both sides. Mm-hmm. Same idea. So he, you know, why trade a headache for an upset stomach? Because that's what's going to happen if they get rid of Trump and put him in. It's the same same thing. Same thing. DeSantis is worse than Trump. Neo-Nazis are part of the Turning Point USA movement, according to Joy Behar. Well, uh, The View on staff has attorneys who uh, heard the alarm bells go off when Joy Behar said that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we are now uh, in peril of being sued by Turning Point USA because we just broadcast that lie across the nation. So during the commercial break, the attorneys penned a, well, a make good. Here, say this, and maybe we won't get sued. Or if we get sued, we can say, well, we did everything we could to correct the error. So Sarah Haynes drew the short straw coming back from break, she had to read the uh, legal apology for what Joy Behar just said. I've got a legal note. The conservative (laughs) group Turning Point USA has condemned the group of neo-Nazis and said they have nothing to do with the organization. But where was DeSantis is what I want to know. But you let them in. You let them in and you knew what they were. So you are complicit. We'll be right back. Now, see, you could give Sarah Haynes an apology to read, but if you don't mute Whoopi Goldberg's microphone, then she's 
quite likely to undo everything that your legal eagles have tried to do. Were they inside or outside? They were outside. They I was were not say, inside. They were outside. You can't stop someone no, you from can't. speaking public street. in the United States of America if they're outside the arena. Well, the uh, Whoopi Girlberg faction of America <clears throat> would like to be able to stop people from congregating wherever they want to. And so Whoopi stepped all over Sarah Haynes' legal uh, defense. And so when they came back from break, Whoopi clearly got scolded about... <laughs> Hey, you got to make this clear or we're going to owe these people a ton of money. And apparently she's uh, too dumb even to understand that. I want to make a quick clarification about the neo-Nazis at the Turning Point event. They were outside protesters. My point was more metaphorical that you, you embrace them at your thing, I felt. So I just, they were not in the building. No, but you know what? You know what? If the so-called Antifa, who are anti-fascists, that's what Antifa stands for, Uh would go there and protest, then Antifa would get a bad reputation. That's why when I hear that Antifa is... uh, Right, but that's not... But let me just make sure that everybody... Because, you know, misunderstanding what people say is very big. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So we want to make sure you... I know they were not in the building, but they were in the mix of people... They cannot get out of their own way on this. Nope. Whoopi Goldberg has to basically ignore what she's told. Behar has to double down on her idiocy. Uh, I hope Charlie Kirk's organization sues them and gets a settlement that makes tonight's Mega Millions jackpot look uh, like a pittance. Now, tonight it's 800 and some million in the Mega Millions. Uh a comparable amount of U.S. oil, $540 million worth, has been shipped, you heard me, American oil shipped to Europe and Asia at $108 per barrel. The 5 million barrels that Joe Biden has shipped from our strategic oil reserves is valued at $540 million. Our strategic oil reserves are being tapped by 1 million barrels per day, ostensibly to lower gas prices in the United States. That has really had no appreciable impact on gas prices. But it has fattened our federal coffers by selling our emergency oil supply to India, Italy, France, the Netherlands, and are you ready for this? China. Yes, we are selling oil to China, which is also buying oil from Russia and we are tapping our strategic oil reserves because we no longer buy oil from Russia because we are ostensibly through an intermediary called Ukraine at war with Russia does any of this make sense to anyone I mean anyone who's not a Democrat the answer would be net Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.